What's up, everybody? It's me, Melly Mel, from Tap In With A Tripod. Our podcast, along with Cup of Joe with Dre and If This Mic Could Talk, are collaborating to collect donations of brand new reusable water bottles to give out at Keep the Peace 9's Back to School Backpack Giveaway on August the 6th at Comanche Park. If you are interested in making a donation or if you would allow us to place a box in your establishment to receive donations, we would love to connect with you. Please hit us up on our socials so we can go ahead and make this event a huge success for the city. Thanks so much. What's up, everybody? It's Melly Mel. Thanks for tapping in for another episode of Tap In with the Tripod. We got Tap, tap In. Hey. We got Angie. Hey, I'm here. I'm here. And today we have a very, very special guest. We have the hype queen herself. Ms. Hey, guys. <laughs> yeah, her mama, thank my you, mama, sisters. Yeah. <laughs> this is cousin. This is the real cousin. We were at the live event and um, somebody walked in and Destiny did not have her glasses on. And Destiny can't see too well without them. <laughs> this young lady walked in and she said, cousin. And, and walked her and said, you're not my cousin. <laughs> no, that's not what she said. She said, is that my motherfucking cousin? <laughs> I was turned up. I was ready to see my people, man. And the thing is, she, looks she looks nothing like Tony. Yeah, in that moment, I learned how blind my friend is because she, <laughs> she, she was probably four shades darker than you. I <laughs> had you by at least four inches. A beautiful, <laughs> thick queen. I, you know, I, I, all I saw was a beautiful, thick queen. I said, that might be my cousin. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm going to see my cousin. It had been, what had it been like a year and a half since we saw each other in person? Yeah, it's been a minute. It's been a minute. And we're here. Hey. We are definitely here. That was dope show, too. Like, that was like the perfect show, first time. Like, for us to see not each other in a long time and just to like be able to come there and see you do your thing like that, all y'all actually was, that was, that was dope. And that was Love. a great show. That was a great show. <laughs> love, man, love. For real, Which, for real. Y'all tell us a little bit about topic. your life. What's been going on with you lately? Oh, well, um, of course, um, as they say, um, I am hike queen. Um, you know, I, that's like my number one. Every single day I do everything for hike queens. It's on my mind. I think about new ideas. Um, but um, of course, hike queens is just a... Um, a group that I had created um, in a time that I actually needed. Um, I was really looking for other queens to go out and explore the outdoors with me some more because I knew that's what helped me. Um, and I didn't want to do it either by myself <laughs> out there in the woods. Yeah. <laughs> it seemed like it was like just like you and a homegirl or two working out at first. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was just a couple of us. And then um, I know um, the one that I usually mainly hiked with, she had moved. And after that, I just knew how like antisocial like I really like was. And Destiny, you know, I was a social butterfly like big right. time, right? And I just became very, very antisocial. And I really wanted to jump out that bubble. I knew it was like inside of me. And I just like had to reach out. So I use like other platforms, you know, like Black Girl Magic, uh, San Antonio Black Queens, you know, and I just reached out to see like, you know, who was anybody that was able to go out there and hike with me. And ever since, it's just been amazing. So it only started with one queen. and uh right now we're at 1100 plus height queens right now so that's my crown on it put the crown 
Yeah. Y'all can't girl, see, but Tonisha has her apparel on. If you want your high queen t-shirts, yeah. hats, all that good stuff. Where can they get it from, Tom? Uh, they can actually get them. Just go ahead, DM me, and um, I'll get you all your shirts and your hats at this time. So we got shirts and hats, and they are fly, fly gear. Um, awesome. You can go to High Queens on Facebook, uh, High Queens underscore on Instagram. Go visit us. You can see all of our events, all of our motivation that we give each other. Um, it's a good time. It's a good awesome. time. Um, and we're yeah. we going to dig into that more. Uh, we're going to put that on pause for right now, but we're definitely going to dig into that more. And we'll uh-huh. have all of the Hike Queen tags wherever you're listening. We'll have the Hike Queen tags uh, posted up in there. Love. Mel's yeah. making a note right now because she's the one who does those things. And I'm just adding <laughs> to work on her plate. Right. I'll put a pin in that. Let's put a pin in it. Tell us what's been going on in your life, baby. Well, no, man, just staying busy, yo, trying to keep the grind going. Um, There's no vacations coming up. I'm pretty sad right now, but uh, I'm going to get through. (laughs) You got like four vacations back to back. I have no sympathy, no sadness for you. Yeah. (laughs) You've been on some vacations for sure. She was in San Francisco the week before we was in Philly. Yeah. Then we had the event. Yeah. Like, yeah. Sit your goals. ass down, bro. Oh, it's okay. That's goals. That's goals. Big goals. <laughs> it's okay. That's down. <laughs> look, look at uh, Master Mixing Martini over there. About to start her PhD journey. Talk okay. to us, baby. I am. Okay. I am. So, um, you know, last summer was hot girl summer, and I've deemed this summer the Arctic freezer summer. <laughs> <laughs> This is like the summer of sit down. I know we're gonna dig into that later. Uh, I got an ice box where my toy don't start. So um sometimes I like I sit here and I look at myself, I'm like, how did I become this person? Like literally beside my bed right now, I probably have 20 books. Yeah. I don't even I don't even know you know what I watched I watched TV probably like two or three weeks ago I watched the Lincoln Lawyer it was so good I'm watching Um, that but I I literally never watched TV I became this book nerd recently um and so yeah it's it's, awesome different summer for me but um I'm I'm still excited to have the time off and to to get to be home I never I never get to be home, so it's it's good to sit uh-huh. down for a minute. Well, we, we were very close to having an awesome celebration for your master's party. Mm. Yeah. When Melissa got her master's degree, Angela and I proposed having a master's and slave party. We decided <laughs> that that was a red flag. We should not do that. <laughs> definitely end us up uh, in a oh. very bad position. So that didn't happen, guys. Don't judge us for that. It didn't happen. Mel oh put God. an X day on that. Yeah. But for the PhD party, I feel like we could have a doctors and nurses party. That could be appropriate. Yeah, we'll talk. No. About, you know, we got three years to go. Talk, a sexy <laughs> nurse, Tanisha. <laughs> so what you say? We dress up like that? Yeah, we dress. We dress up like sexy nurses. She's the doctor. Yeah. Oh, oh everybody else is a nurse. <laughs> Everybody else, if, unless you got a PhD, motherfucker, put your nurse suit on. You're not a PhD, this ain't for you. <laughs> I'm down. I am down. You know how we do with the dress part, you know, the dress up can go crazy. Oh, we love oh, bananas. Huh? How are you, D Rob? What's going on with you? Oh, man, I'm good. I got a puppy a couple weeks ago, boy, and 
he's cute, but he he a lot of work, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I, I yeah. gave him his, I gave him his first haircut today, and oh. boy, oh boy, we <laughs> rumble in the jungle. <laughs> we got to it. We was fighting, but uh, I won. I think, except for his back end, looked a little wild. His wow. back end looked a little wild. But you know, wow. I'm a DIYer, so I could go pay somebody eighty dollars to do it. But instead, I spent like three hundred dollars on shit to do it at myself. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. <laughs> You gotta buy the clippers. You gotta buy the clipper guards. You gotta uh, do the shampoo, and of course, oh, I did a, a nice natural shampoo. So super, <laughs> so soft. I'm doing. Um, you might appreciate this, Tunk. I know you you like the sea moss and good stuff. I did mm-hmm. an aloe vera and a natural Castilla soap with a little a little hint of lavender. Um, so I just mixed that oh. together with some water, and man, his his coat is so beautiful. I just give him a natural bath. I need to find a man that's willing to treat me as well as Destiny's treating this dog. The, the, yes. Don't act like I don't treat my wife just as good. I, I'm just saying, I'm 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 a little envious of the dog right now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's, he's, he's not re- he's not reciprocating in the way that I need him to. I, listen, whatever man eventually. Whoever's <laughs> listening, I'll reciprocate. Very you know, well. in Bible study, we've been learning about love, and I'm loving him like God right now because he's giving me nothing in return. Love is patient, love is kind, and so am I. <laughs> okay, now let's get into this exercise song. Oh yeah, yeah. So okay. we um we gonna let our guests go first. What song did you pick, Tanisha? Uh, okay, so um. I picked J. Cole, uh, My Life. That was my choice. Oh, we we got a clash off. This usually doesn't happen. That's what you picked, Inch? That's my second one. But I had in in case somebody picked it, I was going to go with that that one as my second. Oh, Lord. Wow. (laughs) I wonder what your first thing is. That's, That's my I love J. Cole. His whole album, that whole album, um, off season album was crazy bananas. Yeah, that ninety five. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And, and naturally, if you didn't go with that one, which one did you pick? Okay, so um, I guess I'm going next. I went with uh, pop that Rick Ross, oh. um, French Montana. Oh, 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 those heels are ahead of me when I'm out doing my miles. I got to get something crump to get me up that hill. So. Uh, <laughs> That's now, my I know it, it gets you up hills. Does it get you on tables and couches, Angela? Have you ever danced on a table or a couch to that one? I might have <laughs> been on a table or a couch in my lifetime when that song came out. Put a solid yes on it if it's true. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Funny Mel, where you yeah. at with it? You know, I, I actually have a story to go with my song this time. Oh, you know, cool. I'm going to pull a destiny. So, oh. um, while back when Angie was training for a half marathon, we, she had come out of town with me. And she was like, well, if I come, you're going to have to get these miles in with me. And I was like, all right. Yeah. And ended up having to do the miles in a gym. And I want to say it was, it was either like five or seven miles that I committed to. Mind yeah. you, she had been putting in the work to build up the endurance, whereas I had not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so... I'm self-diagnosed ADD, right? (laughs) So you set me on a treadmill for five to seven miles. This is like my version of hell. What time-wise? How long does that take? Like, yeah, I was gonna say that's four days. Four days. (laughs) Four days. 
It might have been like an hour and a half. Ooh, it felt like forever. And I remember thinking like, all right, I didn't commit to a time limit. I committed to miles. Let me get these miles done. And, and the thing about me is I hate running. I hate it. Mm. I hate it. I'll make mm. myself do it. And then when I start running, like I'm, I'm so competitive that I will track my mile time. And then every time I run, my goal is to beat that time. But mm-hmm. on, on this particular case, I um, I have to have my music right if I'm running. It's got to be the absolute right song. And if it's not, I just, I can't mentally tap in. Mm-hmm. And um, so it was T.I. Top Back. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Okay. That song reminds me of one of my cousins, man. <laughs> yeah. I, I listened to that song on repeat over and over and over for these. I can't even remember how many miles we did because, like I said, it felt like forever. That's crazy. And so I was just getting it on that treadmill to that beat the whole time. Um, <laughs> so that's my choice. That's a good steady pace. Right, right. Down, up, down, up. <laughs> Them little feet going. What's she was going to, y'all. She was going. Man, well, <laughs> interestingly <laughs> enough, I've actually picked this song before, but to connect the dots, it's the same strip club song that I picked. Oh, my God. Oh, okay. Because, I mean, it's basically the same thing. Throwing bands, throwing feet is the same thing, you know? <laughs> so, uh, Dreams and Nightmares, Meek Mills. Oh my- uh, I feel like that's a great. Hold on, wait a minute. Y'all yeah. thought I was finished. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah like that's it. Two songs. When I bought that, I said, "My daddy was ready." <laughs> Did you just pick two songs? That's the, no, it's the same oh. song. Dreams and Nightmares. You didn't pick that for your stripper song. Yeah, I thought I did. No. Okay, okay, some, okay, my. It was a Dallas what? joint. Oh this. yeah, I picked uh M- Mo three. Yes. Oh, okay. My bad. Okay, so it probably was a close. It probably was a close too because I love both of those songs in the strip yeah. club. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. You're right, Ange. My bad. I did pick the most three. That was she said. That was a good one for the strip club. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That, uh, Meek Mill though, crazy. Yeah. yeah Meek Mill's and really the whole Dreams and Nightmares album. Yeah. You can listen to it. Yeah. And get a, a refreshing workout because it's not too fast. It's not too slow. It's the right middle. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. So that's how I feel about J Cole's too. We went with the exercise song, Tonisha, because, you know, we see you on the internet out there getting it. Yeah. Talk to to us a little bit about uh, your transformation and your motivation to to really make health and fitness a priority. Uh, So I, y'all, you know, I'm sure all of us have started, fell off, started, fell off. Yeah. And I've done that for years, right? Um, but I do really, really remember, um, just like, um, I'll say like my oldest brother, one time he had a conversation with me and he was really worried about my health. And that was the first time my brother don't really just say nothing. He just laughs at me. Cause I'm the goofy one too. in the family just like, that's me. Mm. And they don't really say much to me, but when it's real, they're going to pitch it to you. So I remember that. And I've always kept it with me. Um, and I just remember, of course, how I feel when I do work out, you know, um, and it just during COVID, um, I just started really, really, really working out. And I noticed that it was actually changing others lives just by me posting. And 
not we all became each other's accountability you know what I mean it wasn't just me posting just for them it was me get them giving me of how they felt about you know of me working out it kind of boosted me to just keep going and keep going and keep going and then you know I cook a lot too so you know I kind of got in my bag with that too <laughs> but um yeah working out that's that's like my biggest biggest thing for me because it helps me mentally um it really really does um so I've just stuck with that so anytime like I say when I fall off and I end up getting into a certain mental state I know what to do with that and uh I work out turn on that music I work on out and I share it with everybody else so all right so Tunk I told you we're gonna go deep with it and y'all I call her Tunk that's my cousin nickname but only I can call her that don't y'all be in the oh, streets calling my stories cousin behind that. yeah well <laughs> we, we, if y'all want to we can get into that but uh so I want to I want to go a little bit deeper because I kind of remember that first game, that first up the hill. Um, and it seemed like it was tied to a relationship a little bit. Do you want to dig into that a little bit? Uh, yeah. So, um, yeah, we're going to go deep. <laughs> oh, yeah. We, we take it there, baby. <laughs> so um, I was y'all. I was 19 and I ended up getting married at a very young age. Wow. I did. I did. Okay, pass. I don't even know who that girl is. Honestly, I look back. I try to blink that part yeah. out, but look, I'm gonna real. bring it to the forefront, man. Think about you. it. Exactly. It's real. It's real. That's so I was is young. That's that is yeah, real. Young. Was, I mean, very, very young. Um, I lived a very innocent life all throughout my years. Again, we were born in Iowa. I never had a boyfriend. Um, growing up, it was nobody for me. Everybody that was everybody your cousin my or like family. feel like and you then, like a cousin. <laughs> yeah, like it was like or like a cousin or you know somebody had somebody, and I wasn't trying to have none of that, you know. And it was like once I got to college, you know, and I, I'm and I'm oh I've always been this way where um, I'm a very relationship wife type of woman. A wife. I like to cater. <laughs> yeah, I like to cater I all of that you know I do the most should I say for some you know um and uh that's what I kind of got myself into I didn't know who to give the most to and who not to and uh you know of course I I ran into that and um I gained a lot of weight I think I was at like 223 at that time pounds and again I'm like 1920 and I was going through a whole lot in that relationship my my family hated it and I ignored it I did you know no matter what anybody said I ignored it um but you know I ended up getting myself out of out of that uh relationship um amen and then um of course I ended up getting into another relationship uh soon after uh that um and this gentleman um you know he he was somebody really 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 um important to me at that time who I really did love but um I knew at some point like that's not love you know um and again uh, my family too was not agreeing to it at all um and this gentleman he though um he ended up passing away um, he was actually, we were here in San Antonio and he had got stung by over a hundred bees, over a thousand bees actually, um, out here, um, at a construction site. So, um, after all of that happened, him, him passing away again, you know, I didn't, it's like, it was a lot going on again. I was 19 and then 
I got out of that uh, marriage and then I got into another relationship and then I moved down here and then that relationship that I'm in, he ends up passing away. So it was I was, so much was happening. It was so yeah. much too fa- too fast at this age, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and um, I remember after his funeral, I got off the plane and I remember just sitting there looking out the window and I just, I literally went to a gym and I got a membership like that next day, literally. And I went to the gym and I had not stopped ever since. Destiny, I used Amen. to literally after work, I used to like walk the neighborhood, run the neighborhood. I'd do some workouts in the living room. For sure. For sure. I was I on go. I was on go. It was just like, I had to catch myself at some point. You know, I was unhappy with myself. And, um, you know, I just, I really, really kept going. And then, um, you know, it's just like a whole bunch, you guys. <laughs> well, no, um, I, and, and thank you for sharing, because I know that that's not easy to share. And rest in heaven to that young man. Um, yes. I know he has children and stuff, so they're, they're without a father, you know, mm-hmm. pointlessly, you know, unfortunately, th- that's just something that nature took him too soon. Right. Yeah. But uh, yeah. I, I want to dig into that, because at that time, we, we were living together, you and yeah. I. Uh, yeah. You and I, you I and our best friend, where we were three of us, and we was all wilding wow. yeah. out, laughing, having a good time. Aww. Uh, thinking of back on it, we were all going through these like, really oh man, dramatic, dramatic things in oh, our life. Oh my god! And we just laughed through it. Yeah. Mm. And I know, like, that's just our nature is to laugh and smile, but then a lot of times there's a pain behind that, and I think you're mm-hmm. doing a great job now of addressing that pain and not always putting on a smile, still addressing what's going on underneath the smile. What, what led you to that? Um, being truthful to myself, one, Mm -hmm. um, you know, uh, it, 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 I remember not liking seeing my family look at me a different way. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And because I'm like me, I'm happy and I'm, you know, like, I'm the one that everybody comes to that needs to talk about things. And it got to a point where I just shut all of that out because I had to pay attention to me. Right. Mm. I had to see what's going on. And it was a lot. It took some time. It did. It took some time, probably too much time. But, um, you know, timing is also everything um, just by how everything's working out right now. But um, I think that what made me really uh, speak about it was just me being healed. Once I healed myself, I was able to just confidently talk about it. You know what I mean? Um, so I just, I just learned that through that and uh, being truthful to myself, one, um, it helped me to open up to others about it um, because I knew certain things that I was doing was actually helping me uh, to get out of that funk. So I had to share it. I had to share. I'm all about woman empowerment. I think I always have been. Um, and then I just had to go through it first to understand it in order to uh, provide that to others, you know? So um, that's where, that's where we're I at. Right I now. like, I like that you picked up a healthy habit during a different right. time, because I think it's, it's more common that people pick up a vice that's not mm. so good. For yes. Them, and then they tend to spiral and things become worse. Right. So, yeah. Um, that's admirable. Thank you. Much, Thank you. Um, our family's known to go, go left. <laughs> we got a lot of drinkers in the family. We got a lot of smokers. You know, and that's why we have to change that. We had to change yeah. that. I think my mom, too, she was nervous. She was scared about that. Like, they, they didn't know what was going on with me. 
you know and and, and and then i and then i have brought her down to to the city you know i, I she came out of iowa to me <laughs> they probably was like man she turned her gay she she right. got her out there wilding out and, Yo, and none of that well, happened relax. i feel like Tamisha got successful and uh yeah. never turned back i got no. a question i got a question i want to piggyback and back up a little bit from iowa um i'm just trying to get the makeup of it what type of blueprint did you have growing up? Was did you come from a two-parent household? Um, how many siblings? Wow. Um, so I did come from a two-parent household. I did. We were um, so it was One two of the parents. Few. I have three brothers and uh, two sisters. Okay, and it was a full house. Our household was. Our, we were the family that threw all the holidays. Yep. All the barbecues. Yeah. If your cousin, if you're anybody that had a graduation party, it was thrown at our house. Because <laughs> they, they were one of the few families with the two parent household, and then also they own their home. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so it was the yeah, same. That, as long as I knew Tonisha, she lived in the same house. Her daddy still has that house. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we grew up that way, uh, but there was a shift, Angie, um, when I was 15. Um, you know, that's when my parents actually did divorce. So we were all mm-hmm. older when this happened. Right. And so I watched my mom go through a lot that I've never seen before. You know, mm-hmm. she was strong the whole time. There's a lot of things that she hid and did that we did not know was going on at all. Mm-hmm. You know? Wow. So she just, she held it. She did pretty good. But, you know, it was also, a, you know, seeing my dad too, you know, trying to figure out, you know, um, to understand the man too, you know, even whatever mom says, whatever dad says, it was, it was a lot during that time, you know, mm-hmm. uh, again, we were the family and then it was not that, you know, and that was at 15. So I think even it started then when it came to mental health, mm-hmm. um, we just, we helped, we were a family that's, you know, we just, keep going, we keep going and make sure the house was put together when mom got home and just, we made sure we had it. It was an army. We did good. We did really, yeah. really good, but it was moving too fast. We never talked about mental health or anything right. like that. Like how, you know? how does that, how does your life changing make you feel? Like, I don't think that's ever really addressed. You just, how do we make this change work? Not necessarily. Yeah, how do we make it, it work? Make you feel? Exactly. That's exactly. real big in the black community. Real big. Oh Yeah. You yeah. you said something, you know, I think when you are a child, it's hard for you to really understand everything that your parents are going through. And, you know, sometimes we're, we're critical of our parents. Um, but when you, when you become grown, or even more so when you become a mother, and you're in now in that position, where you're having to do what you have to do to keep your head above water, it's not always easy. Yeah, um, I think when you go back and you reflect on your youth, and, and what you're your parents did they may not have known exactly how to handle things but sometimes yeah. and it, destiny has spoke on this a lot like you know they didn't know what to do but they were doing their best mm-hmm. yeah so i think um it's easy for us to extend grace to our parents um definitely as we become older very definitely. true but I, I will say there and you you hit the age bracket around time it's like 
14, 15 is when you start getting to sit at the grown up table a little bit. Yeah. And so yeah. you start seeing stuff like your parents go from being these superhumans where everything's almost seen as perfect. Even when you're in a single parent household, I mean, I know my mom wasn't perfect, but it's like she was a superhuman. Oh, oh my yeah. mom works and she, our, our house is always taken care of and this and that. Yeah. A lot of times you don't know about bill problems, you don't know about relationships, yeah. you don't know mm-hmm. about these things. And so then when you start getting to sit at the grown up table, it's kind of like you're excited to, but then also it's like your world starts shifting because. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Oh, did you feel that at all? Yeah. It was like overnight, girl. It yeah. was like I grew up so fast. I feel like because of that, you know, it took one good phone call and I just, it just everything changed for everybody in the family. It wasn't right. just me. My brother at that time, he was in. Um, he was in college at that time like freshman year right yeah it was like his freshman sophomore year yeah and Whitney too you know that was like her uh, time she was already graduated and moved out so it was just me I was the oldest one now at home and then it was my little brother and my youngest sister and then you gotta be the rock I had to be the rock I had to be the rock I took care like my dad was a truck driver at that time you know um, my mom uh, she worked second shift so when we got out of school, that's when I started getting in the kitchen. I was making sure dinner was cooked. Um, I threw together some type of meals every now and then. Hey, <laughs> but my mom, too, she always made sure she was a hard worker. Just like Destiny will tell you, our moms are superheroes, like for real. She'll go do second shift, still wake up in the morning with us and still cook dinner so that it's done and it's covered for us yeah. when we get home as well you know day she couldn't do that I you know I would take over I made sure when she got home we know this too the house had to be clean mm-hmm. homework mm-hmm. is done I had to make sure the kids homework was done right and yeah and if it wasn't you was getting woke up so um <laughs> and you don't want to get woke up bro, bro. with the belt probably right <laughs> it was it depends on the thing. day that's <laughs> the thing it's their oh. voice it's the yeah. voice you don't want to hear. It's like, you don't want to know what's it's, next. Angela, no you ever get woke up? I get woke up <laughs> with a belt. The belt, the extension card, or the mop stick. My, the thing is, Bobby Jean, she might just box you. She might yeah. like yeah. literally just da, 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 put hands on you. Like, no. she don't even need a weapon. <laughs> so, Nisha, no, we, uh, on Friday, our Friday night, I had to watch my brother, but Saturday, Saturday night in high school, a lot of times I could go out, but I had to make sure everything, like I said, the house had to oh, be taken care of. Yo, go oh. <laughs> ahead, so <laughs> take the story over. You got it. We used to actually like come over and help her so she could leave with us. <laughs> <laughs> like, nigga, we try. Okay, so the thing is, Tanisha grew up in Fort Madison. Yeah, uh, I grew I grew up in Burlington, but we moved to Fort Madison, so that's when our bond really got close. I actually didn't know Tanisha when I was young. My mother yeah, was adopted. That's the story. Mm-hmm. like my mother was adopted so Tonisha's mother wasn't adopted um she mm-hmm. has a different mother than my mother mm-hmm. uh, same father a different mother so our family slowly started connecting like mm-hmm. my mom didn't my mom didn't meet her sister until she was like I'm gonna be lying but she was a teenager like upper teenager yeah when she met my aunt Shirley mm-hmm. her, her sister and then like slowly the family started meshing together and getting to know each other so we were probably in our like pre-teens before yeah. I met Tonisha yeah and, and got to know her. I remember I, when I first like 
Well, I met Cree when um, I was really young. We were in them Barbie cars. I was like four. So we were young. It was a greenhouse by that bakery. Yep. I know exactly what you're talking you know about. Know what I'm talking yeah. about. And then we didn't see each other again until I was like nine when she lived um, by James Madison. Yep. Right? Yep. Yeah. Uh, house on Hedge. Yeah. <laughs> the house on Hedge. That was the house. <laughs> um, so yeah, yeah. Mine was about nine. And then that's when I started meeting you around that time, early teenage uh, right. years too. But that's, that, that's what when you said earlier, like, oh, maybe I went too long without my talking to my family. I just feel like family can't be like that. Like we went literally our whole life without knowing each other. And then uh-huh. the bond instantly is unbreakable. Right? Yeah. Like we can go a year and be okay because we're family. Like mm-hmm. we don't we don't even got like if we want to talk about whatever, the reason why we could talk about it. If you don't want to talk about it, we ain't gotta talk about it. like that's family to me. Like right. yeah. and love. Yeah. Yeah. Time. No love with no love lost ever ever Ever. you know um i i'm gonna bring it back just for a second i i I did not get woken up as a child my parents didn't my dad used to wait until the morning he would write no he would write write especially white privilege i'm sorry in the summertime when i would be at home i would wake up and there would be a list of to do and I would have to do that list, but um, that's that's not what I was. Going so, to did with. you do the list all the time? Because I, I got did. the list on the back of an envelope too, but it, it just <laughs> didn't always get done. Yes, yes, and my dad's <laughs> spelling was terrible, so terrible. Anyhow, <laughs> so um, but this, I mean, Angela had spoke about getting whooped with the belt. So this is just a sidebar conversation. So the other day, I was <laughs> we were we were doing Bible study on Zoom. And beside my bed, I had this little belt that I had threatened my, <laughs> that, I, that I had threatened my children with, right? Like, don't come in here unless it's an emergency. And, you can't. and, and my kids, they can be a little unruly. They're not bad, but they can be terrorists. They're terrorists. And um, <laughs> Destiny, Destiny saw the belt on the Zoom. And she said, Mel, what is that? I'm like, it's a belt. She said, just by looking at that belt, I know you don't whoop no children with no belt. <laughs> The thing is, it was literally one of the boys' belts. It's, oh, like, oh, oh, it's like a little toddler belt. <laughs> you're going to hurt yourself more than you're going to hurt them with that little ass belt. I know you ain't cutting no ass. You ain't never oh, cutting no ass. That's okay. We got to move away from being kids' ass, but like, it's oh obvious. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> that oh. belt. What is the size of a good ass whooping belt? I mean, I, said, <laughs> I, I got whooped with everything, so I don't even know no more. But it had to have some right? Look, <laughs> this thing. I don't think I ever really been whooped with a probably one time. We you had. were pretty. You were pretty good growing up. Like, like you said earlier, you were very innocent, and you truly mm-hmm. were. I think. Yeah. Uh, I think me and Cree probably we still kept you innocent enough, but we kind of introduced you to more. Wow. <laughs> I, I did not get whooped. This. I could count on one hand how many times my dad spanked me. But I, but listen, they were memorable. When he, <laughs> yeah. When, yeah. When he broke that hanger over my leg. Oh, oh. the hanger! Oh, it got a sting. It got oh, a sting uh, on it. I felt Why your hangers? No, the plastic <laughs> ones. The, broken. the plastic ones. They got a sting on them when they hit oh. you. They. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so so Tanisha, let's get into that. Cause yeah. I'm how many? I'm 33 now. How old are you? I'm 30. 30. Okay. So I'm three years older than you. And so Tanisha and I, like I said, we got really close when I moved to Fort Madison. Mm-hmm. Uh and we would let 
well, I say let Tonisha would come to us with to Burlington to hang out. And uh-huh. she's three years younger than us. So we'd be drinking and partying because we're seniors and she's right. a sophomore. Mm. And we'd be drinking and partying and kicking it. <laughs> and why <laughs> we wouldn't let Tonisha drink? We was wouldn't let Tonisha drink with us. Was huh? she riding around in the drop top? Oh, Tom, were you in the drop top? Remember Crease <laughs> drop, drop Top, the Buick? Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> drop Top. I can't even believe we, I forgot we even called it the Drop Top. <laughs> Girl. <laughs> I can I can hear the, I can hear the. The, the muffler. The, the muffler was bad. One time we got The bags up. in the window? She gonna kill us for this one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Destiny gave us the whole Drop Top story. We drove so raggedy, but we was like, the crew we were the crew people and anybody that needed a ride they was riding no matter what the whip looked like they was riding because she was she was really the only one with the car out of like our circle nobody else even had a car so what you gonna do jump in yeah you gonna jump in man you remember that time we got pulled over in fort madison oh i sure do man talk Um, talk about that one what happened i know right sips tea but this one, uh, we were all at the park. This is after, we're, oh my gosh. So, you know, we had barbecues. We were actually, this is your mother's barbecue at yeah. that time. Oh my God. And us older ones, we had a couple of our friends that came down, guy friends. No, nah, mom, and, mom had went cousins. to your mom's 70s party. So she let us have a kickback at the house. <gasps> oh, is that how that happened? Damn, yeah. it was bad. Gosh. Okay. Uh, no, she let us. I asked her, like, hey, can we have some friends over? Why are you over there? We're going to have a kickback at. at I remember what that kickback was. That was crazy. <laughs> oh, yeah. We was playing hi, go get it, is why she said. I didn't go. <laughs> I go get it. Oh, I, I never played that one. Stay <laughs> focused. I'm talking about racial. We were racially profiled, man. We were racially at 17 profiled. years old in Fort Madison. We were racially profiled. So, yes. So we um we were coming from a park actually and um we ended up getting pulled over and it was what four five of us in the car no it was a lot of because it was all the guys from Burlington so it was and like my cousin Darius and his boys and then us yeah and, oh and, well, and Levy so it was probably like seven of us in the car really yeah, too many yeah. too many wow. but still at the same time it's a small town and usually no the cops they know who is who and. Right. One of the women cops, she knew who we was. No, she, she knew who you was because I wasn't. She from definitely there. knew and who so, I was. Tonisha in the back, she popped her head up. She said, uh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> I told you I'm innocent. <laughs> no, nah, but she she knew we needed oh. that because the cop was kind of being aggressive with us and like we need yeah. everybody's ID. Yeah, everybody's. Even if it was a it was a school permit, they took it. Yeah. Wow. And I don't know how, um, but my mom, I don't know if she was going somewhere to get more liquor. I don't know. But she saw us pulled over. They, and when they she pulled, saw us pulled up right over, on time. Yeah, she wasn't having it. My mom definitely wasn't having it. And she really didn't have to say much. My mom, yeah. it's a, something about their voice that just, you know. Hey, I think she said something like this. So she said, oh, I see you got some of ours. <laughs> that's all she had to say was i see you got some of ours and that lady left us alone left wow. us alone. sure did sure did that's poor small town though uh they got new officers young officers that are just not good not good for the town at all um i think oh, even wow. that whole area burlington too i don't know it's been some uh ever since we left there hasn't been the the crime and stuff hasn't been 
it wasn't that bad back then, I don't think. But now it's it's kind of gone a little up that way. So so do you mind if we transition to define or decline? Oh yeah, let's do it. So we What's actually, that? we actually got to take a little trip down to Burlington, Iowa. And we got to tour. I can show you where the spark plug plant is at. I can show you uh where to get the fried chicken. I can show you um I'm dead. <laughs> where to get the pizza. I'm gonna start off define and decline so here's what's happening we're gonna okay. give you a word and you're gonna define what it means to you and if you can't and you have to decline it then you gotta take a shot oh my gosh I'm yeah, so terrible at official definition it's your definition of what this word means yes okay so the um the first one I would like to give you is chicken lips Mm, 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 mm. <laughs> don't make no sense that's what that means to me <laughs> oh. chicken lips. you can't find them chicken lips <laughs> nowhere else do you enjoy chicken lips what'd you say do you enjoy chicken lips oh my gosh <laughs> I, I mean mouth water and it's like as soon as they come out the smell it just makes your water like your mouth water it's so good so good. it's like addictive when you go home you look forward to doing this again chicken lips we all get chicken lips no matter what yeah we all get chicken lips every time they still got lips to go or no yeah yeah they still got lips to go yeah it's yeah. off roseville big win lips, big win lips to go <laughs> i'm gonna say that wasn't my favorite part of the trip okay <laughs> okay and, and i took him to martinis i think martinis has the best lala said lips to go has the best um i don't know actually when i last tried them to me they were like the same honestly they're both they still the same to me martinis of course is great to get from because i was the originator yeah um so but you know if you can make some good chicken lips i'm eating them <laughs> iowa history iowa history right now martinis is the originator y'all are, y'all heard it here first <laughs> yes <laughs> The Wine Street, mm, it's it's up in the air. Mm. I, I took them so- to Snake Alley. Okay, <laughs> that's that's cool. Melissa Melissa rapidly drove down it and then said, "I can't see." We were in a big old truck. <laughs> oh my gosh! You know how steep that hill is. Oh my god! Yeah, we, we were we were in an expedition and she drove down it and she's like, "I can't see over the steering wheel." I'm like, "Motherfucker, you better find out how to see right now." <laughs> you committed, bro. There's no turning back. <laughs> I actually have video footage of that. Oh, I need to see. Uh, obviously, they all survived. They all survived snake. Oh my god! All right, so define or decline. Define tongue. I want you to say the origins of tongue. Tonka truck. Yeah, tonka truck. So, who who really did it? Was it Boss that really? I don't remember. I think it was PJ. Oh God! So <laughs> it had to do with obviously. Mm, my voluptuous behind. <laughs> I was only like, how old were we talking like this? I was like 16, 17. Yeah, been hacker. 17. And we used to kick it over at bosses all the time, all the time. And there was a Tonka Truck song that came on. And I ended up, I guess I just, the, the name was for me ever since. Wow. So ever since it's just Tonka or Tonka Truck. 
<laughs> uh, uh, uh. <laughs> Y'all, it's the things I had to, you know. That's how we. That's how we grew up. You know, when, <laughs> we, when we finally go to video recording, this would be an opportune time for you to demonstrate. No. <laughs> <laughs> Tonisha always used to dance and she was a very good dancer. And so the song was ass up like a tonk truck. That ass up like a tonk truck. And like so she dancing to it, so she talk now. That's just oh, like, yo, my brother used to have to push me away from the TV screen. I used to just go off and dance in the middle of the living room. Yeah. Literally. All the time. That was like her your, in high school, that was your workout. You'd be like, oh, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go work out. And you'd be dancing. I wow. would dance. I used to choreograph. I choreographed dance yeah. team, show choir growing up. We did like dances outside of that. I did dance competitions. Mm. I was the dancer. I I thought I was going to go to school to be a real choreographer. But I, I brought this up at the bar. I'm going to bring it up again. Uh, you and Chance used to be dancing at uh, oh the Fun City Team Club. Yo, I forgot about that story again. Oh my gosh, y'all. T- t- talk to us about uh, you and Chance at the Team Club. <laughs> Who is so, Chance? So uh, a, a tall, okay, winky white boy that Tonisha had the biggest crush on. Okay, yeah, he, he, was, he was like a swagged out white boy in high school. He was also in show choir in another like city. He was never, we was never boyfriend girlfriend, not none of that. It was just he was to me back then. He looked like, and I hate to say it, but this is how I thought. Okay, <laughs> he was like the white boy Chris Brown, right? Yes, yes. That was when that was when Yo came out. That was when Yo came out. We went to, uh, oh my gosh, there was this dance spot. What was that called? It was the Fun City Team Club. It was a Fun City Team Club. I wish I could remember the name of that. Um, uh, tracks, we used to I go think, out there maybe. And, tracks. You know, it's so weird. You know, you guys, I'm going to say this. It is very weird now seeing people, like, do dance battles or, like, really, like, like, like dance. Yeah. And the dance floor in the club. Like, That's what are you doing? <laughs> I did that. All the time. I was crumping. <laughs> like, but would be ready for it, like preparing all week. Like, okay, we're gonna go to the teen club this but- weekend. And I'm gonna roll up on him like this. <laughs> and then we're gonna pop our necks like this. Yeah. 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 But like you kind of roll up on him tough, but you kind of hoping for that sensual moment to pop out too. Like, hopefully, we can slow dance at some point, and I'm gonna. Oh my gosh, nip! (laughs) That is so epic. Y'all know it played out good for you one weekend, Tunk. One weekend, (laughs) that slow point. This is so funny. Oh my gosh, because I was proud of you. You had your dream come true. (laughs) (laughs) It played out like this. So all week, Tanisha kind of ready, and we was watching Chris Brown because. Tonisha was always team Chris Brown. I was team Trey Songs. Mm. And so Chris Brown had like that slow video that came out with, and he was dancing with a girl. What song was that? You remember? It wasn't Yo, was it? It was, was Yo. It Yo? For Chris Brown? No, nah, I think it was a joint that was a little slower than that. Oh, man. You do. It, it, it was, wasn't. I don't know. It was some, it was some song. And he was dancing with the female and Tonks like, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it like this. Ooh. And I swear to God, it played out just like that. And me, <laughs> me, and, me and my other cousin, we ain't really danced like that. Like we was like more of a group dancer. We wasn't going out doing choreo. <laughs> So we stand back and we're watching. It was my hype girls. It was my look at this. No, G. 
Yo, it, and it was it was Chance, and it was also Marquise Lewis. Marquise Lewis, Lord, because he could dance too. Yes, he no, for real. When he, he says this, though, y'all, y'all probably thinking like we just some goofy kids. Like we really like. I'm gonna give us props to this day. We was dancing, like we dancing was for real, like showing out. I believe it. I wish it was recorded to this day. And her, her, she played out that Chris Brown video to a T. And me and Cree are back there like, oh my God. <laughs> it happened. <laughs> and like the whole ride home, we're in the, we're in the Buick. We're in the Buick with the loud mufflers and the windows. <laughs> wow. And we just fanning out about Tonisha and she was. I, I, have, I have one more question before Angie gives her define or decline. Well, were oh my you, God! Were you present at the P.D. Pablo concert too? No, I was too young, and I was so upset I could not go, y'all. Oh my God! She was pissed. Mad. Oh, I was man. really upset. Did you? I was really upset. Were you? They had a good time. Did you? Then, were you yeah. proud of her for getting the shirt? The shirt. <laughs> that was dope too. Didn't I have a sweat and stuff too? Still on it. Yeah, it was a dirty, ripped up. White yeah. Shirt. North Carolina, come on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That was like the only song, too. Terrible. Well, my, my define and decline, it always goes a little bit deeper than what these girls do. Um, I I want you kind of to define and decline Burlington to Texas. Um, Fort Madison. We'll say well, Fort Madison. That's where I go. You know, Iowa to Texas. Let me do that. Um, how has that um, changed your life? Um uh, diversity one um my city destiny she had more there was more um african americans that lived in her town in burlington um but in fort madison it was just my family that was it wow um, yeah literally that was that was it every um, once in a while so, somebody come from chicago but they ain't stay long no, they didn't stay long or like, you know, like boss's family, like they, everybody became family, you know, we had barbecues and all that. Um, we all looked out for each other. Um, so that is one diversity is definitely the number one thing. So, um, that, and there's a lot more to do out here, a lot more to do. Um, all we did was go to school, go to work, and then we kicked it in the house. That's what, that's what, how we, that's how we hung out. Um, so I'll say those two things because um, diversity is very, very important uh, to me because I needed to know more about or be more comfortable around my own people. Right. You know what I mean? I yeah. didn't, at first, I didn't know how to feel. Even when I went to Burlington, I, I felt like, I felt, I didn't know. I, like, I felt like I didn't know if I, like, sat in, like, my community. I didn't know how that felt because I, I didn't grow up around that until I got around Destiny and Creed when I went to Burlington because I didn't kick it like that there when I was younger at all. Um, so I didn't know how to, I really, and it's sad because as a black woman, as a black girl, I didn't know how to be around my own people. Mm. I really didn't. Mm -hmm. Um, so even now when I came out here, you know, it was still again, like, oh shoot, like, how do I, and what do they do out here? And how do they, (laughs) and how do they view me? You know, and, you know, we can go deeper into that too, but that again, diversity was, was the biggest uh, thing for me. Because you, you, uh, you hit it on the head. I can relate. So, I mean, go deeper into that. Sure, yeah. Like. Um, well, I mean, when it came to being around my my own, uh, should I say, um, I didn't know the troubles between 
light skin and dark skin or anything mm-hmm. like that and i really ran into that out here yeah mm-hmm. Color, colorism know, I, wasn't a thing because we had mm-hmm. different hues in our family i mean your your mm-hmm. father's of darker skin your mother's of fair skin like yeah our whole, our whole family's our family. blended our whole family's yeah. blended so i didn't we didn't think about that i don't love nobody no less or look at anybody no less beautiful you beautiful like period Mm-hmm. um so i uh i really ran into that out here I've, I've gotten into a few situations while i've been out here you know a few arguments what? debates um i've girls that have spread like false crazy rumors about me wow you know, like because you know it'll be like you know she's light-skinned she'll steal your man it was like weird stuff you oh, know wow. so it was it was just you know, I ran into a lot of that or just, you know, so I've, I've had a woman come up to me. She's like, I didn't, I didn't know you was cool like that. I mean, I saw you hanging out and, you know, being cool with all like the white people, but I just got to know you and you real cool people. And I'm like, I, like, that's oh. what it took. like, that's crazy. Yeah. So, you know, I ran into that and just knowing, and I think also, I guess, that's also why high queen is very important to me because we're all one no matter what we all going to do the same thing at home i don't care yeah you know what i mean um so yeah uh, that's that's uh the big thing i got you know when I, what, how i think about diversity um, when i ran into it here mm-hmm. yeah. you, bring up, you bring up a very important topic to, so there's an elephant in this room that you don't know yeah <laughs> look I was elephant. just about Look, to ask about that. You just you just saw the elephant. The elephant just showed its <laughs> face, didn't it? Oh, put the glasses on, Melissa. Put the glasses on. So our friend Melissa, like she said, she she enjoys fitness as well and things of that nature. And uh, our sister Angela has been on her fitness journey, and she's actually joined the hike queens a few times, right? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Melissa wanted to join Angela at the Hype Queen event. Angela told her, nah, dog, this ain't for you. <laughs> um, and, no, hold and, on. Let's, uh, go, let's go a little deeper. Why don't we? I was oh, going to elaborate, but go ahead. Oh, go, yeah. <laughs> what, what I said it, to it her. actually started. No, let me take this one, friend. I got okay, it. go ahead. Yes. Yeah, um, speak your truth. It started off with the brunch. Mm. And I was like, I love brunch. And she's uh-huh. like, you can't come. And I said, I can't come. And she said, it's, it's with the height queens and you can't come. And that I was one like, wasn't the height queens. That was another group. No, it that was, was, high, it was, it was probably high queens. It was the height queens. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, okay. Andy. I, I, <laughs> all right. Well, then our friend Tammy is there too. She said, Mel, where are you? And I said, I'm at home. And she said, well, why are you at home? I said, Cause Angie told me I can't come. <laughs> oh my gosh, Angie, Angie! Listen, but listen hold up. <laughs> oh, go ahead, speak your truth, Angela. Before, no, are you done, Melissa? Go ahead. Go respectfully, ahead, Mel. Respectfully, I understand. Like I'm, I'm not tripping on it, but my friend over here was real cutthroat with it. Like you can't come, Mel. And I was like, oh. All right. Thank you, Melissa. Hold on, hold on. There's more. They've been trying to get me to go to this thing called Urban Camp for uh, for years. How how you gonna get? Hold on. And I'm like, I'm not going to Urban Camp. And why not, Mel? Well, then 
This you're one you're time going that, into another story. Can Angela the no, better? I mean, it all, it all comes together <laughs> like a happy marriage. So then one time this young lady posted up in the urban camp like, hey, guys, can I can I please come? I, I, I'll bring the potato salad and I promise not to put raisins in it. <laughs> that really then, happened. And then it was a Caucasian lady. And then the, the comment, the comment below. The said, comments were endless. The comment below said, ah, oh, hell, here comes Karen with her tiki torch. <laughs> and then from there, I was hard. Like, don't ever ask me about no urban camp again. Oh my God. I'm not going. Oh my God. All right, go ahead, Angela. Thank you, Melissa, for your testimony, Sister Angela. (laughs) So here's the thing. Um, The reason why I said that, because 98% of the girls that go hiking are girls of color. And I feel like it's a sacred thing for them. That's why they do it that way. Um, I, I... honestly don't try to exclude anyone but some things are meant to be kept sacred um um some women women are already guarded um and mm-hmm. when you form a sisterhood like that and make it comfortable for these women to want to come out and fellowship and do these hikes with you i think it's very important to keep it comfortable at a comfortable level with for them mm-hmm. I, I don't know if i'm explaining that right but um mm-hmm. people get upset all the time like the urban camp like i've heard kevin say a number of times the guy that owns it he's like you know white people get mad at me all the time because they figure out why you don't invite us to the urban camp i mean you guys been camping for over 400 years without us okay mm-hmm. and when we decide mm-hmm. to pull something aside for ourselves why is that an issue? Why you? Why are you um, on the defense, or why are you angry about us wanting to do things for ourselves? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's been a long time. <laughs> I mean, we, we don't. Thank you, Angela. I mean, go ahead. I mean, you know. Thank you, Angela. I, I, no, I, I would like to take this to the leader of the hike queens, which is a a group for African-American women to get together and get outside and enjoy themselves. I believe that's what the perception is, but you tell us your truth. Don't. Um, So this is actually a really huge discussion that we have at our outdoor leader meetings, actually us black women, Um, even as Latino women, they come and meet with us as well. And, you know, we all actually do talk to each other and say, we're not trying to take from each other or anything like that. Um, Again, you know, I didn't grow up where we, us, we didn't have anything for ourselves at all, you know, Um, Mm -hmm. and I did when I created this group, I did want to it for it to be especially during COVID. I wanted us black women for sure, because I know how it was, especially during that time for mental health, for us Mm -hmm. to get out and get out and and be there for one another. Um, But um. I realized too that this group has really changed other races lives. And um, I don't, I don't, I don't do the, they can't join or anything. It's just, you know, um, anybody's more than welcome. Anybody's more than welcome. We, I think we all know that it is set as a uh, black, uh, uh, what can I say? How can I say this? 
because it's very sensitive. It is a sensitive topic. It really uh-huh. is. Predominant, so it's predominantly black. It is. It definitely is. But the woman, I have women that make my, that, um, that the, the one that makes my shirt, she's Latino on her and her family come out and hike with us. Um, the girls in Lemonade Circle who we um, donated to mm-hmm. this year, it wasn't just black queens. It was, it was women of color and that is Latino. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? That is um, any of us, you know, of brown mm-hmm. skin. Um, so we donated to those queens as well. You know what I mean? We don't, we don't separate. We are predominant. Yes, we are, because, I mean, that is a known issue, and that is something that we're really fixing together, but we're also supporting all women of color, mm-hmm. um, yeah. you know what I mean? Um, yeah. We definitely are, um, but we're, I don't like to, ex- I really don't like to exclude. Our our motto is, no queen left behind, mm-hmm. Yeah, and I stand by that. Well, I... I think it's an important topic, and I don't think it's something we should shy away from, because... One, you t- you spoke about the Latino community. Well, I, yeah. in my perspective, slave ships was rolling through there too. That's why they got melanated skin as well. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, and there's a certain stigma behind that that I think the rest of the world feels like should be done, and it's not. There's something in our mind that that still can kind of have a stronghold on you if you let it. Yeah, so I think something like what you're doing, Tonisha, is breaking that stronghold and saying, no, we're we're going to be normal humans. Mm-hmm. You know, we laughed and joked about getting our asses whooped, but like, that's an issue in the Black community. My, my yeah. friend over here, her dad didn't really engage in that as much, you know, mm-hmm. and it's like, that's a slave mentality. Like, I can't say it any other way. That's a slave mentality. Right. It's something yep. that our families thought was okay, and we're our generation is doing a great job of trying to break those chains. We're breaking generational curses. So Mm -hmm. it's never about excluding anyone, but it's about including ourselves in a healthy lifestyle all around. So I know this is my sister, period. Yeah. So I I would never want my sister to feel excluded from something, but you know, when, when my, I have, I have older sisters and sometimes my older sisters went to go do stuff that I couldn't do. And they had their reasons why destiny couldn't come. Uh Yeah. And you gotta be okay with that. Melissa does a great job of being okay with that. We poke fun at her. (laughs) I want to, I want to bring this up too. And I, I mean, I think it's healthy conversation to have. So when, when I had my children, our friend James, who's he's biracial, he's, his mother was white, his father was black. He told me, he said, Melissa, I, I need you to understand with your children that sometimes they're going to have a hard time feeling like they can fit in. They might feel like they're never black enough and they may not feel like they're ever right. enough. And, uh-huh. it, and for me, I'm I'm mixed myself. You know, my dad was white. My mother was Filipino. Um, uh-huh. And so. Like, I remember being out places with my dad and people looking at me like, who is this? Um, so I, I would feel it. And especially when I would go, we're from Ohio, which isn't too far from Iowa, you know. Uh-huh. And over there, it was like I would see black people on one side of the tracks and then you would see white people on the other side of the tracks. But I never saw anybody who looked like me. Um, but because of my father and like the people that he had us around as kids, cause he was military. I think the military really saved my dad and really um, included diversity within our home. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I never really, even though, you know, you would sometimes feel the difference, but I never 
you know, some people say you don't see the difference, but I, it wasn't a problem to me. It was like, oh, they're black, they're white, they're Mexican, they're brown, they're, oh, they're Filipino too, whatever. But I never, I never thought anything of that. Um, now I said all that to say, to take it back to the beginning with what James said to me, your, your children are never going to feel white enough or Asian enough, and they're never going to feel black enough. How do y'all feel about that? Mm-hmm. I'll, let, well, I'll let you, you know, we're, we're a mixed race. We got, some, yeah. uh, we don't know the percentage, but our, our mothers are both mixed race. Yeah. So um, take it, take it to Shoot. I mean, I struggled in both of mine as well. Like um, when it came to like, again, when I was in a white predominant town, when I hung out with them, I didn't know how to be. I didn't know what type of jeans I should be wearing. What, did, what were they wearing? Abercrombie? Yeah, lots of <laughs> my, uh, the, the buckle. That was, and they were buckle. expensive. They were like a hundred dollars jeans. We wasn't getting them. <laughs> we was not getting those. But it was just, we, you know, it was trying to fit in um, on that side and doing the things that they did, I guess, you know. Um, and then on my side, I didn't, again, I, when I started hanging out in Burlington, I didn't, I didn't know how to be as a, I was, they would say, why do you, why do you talk, why do you talk white? That's what they would say. Why do you talk like you're white? And I, I hated that, you guys. I hated that. Yeah. My dad didn't like it either. And my dad's a man from Chicago. He don't like nobody talking like that to his yeah, daughter. He, he's so he very would articulate. Say, yeah. yeah, he's very articulate. And he would say, don't let them say that and, and let them know you're just educated. And I, and literally it, it, it just, all of that, it was a, it was a lot. And that's crazy because, you know, people talk about their stories and what they dealt with when it came to racism and all that. But it's like, now that I look back, like we actually kind of did go through that and struggled with our own identity uh, right. growing up in that small town. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, you're, uh, yeah. I mean, and it does lead now to, you know, what we were just talking about, you know, mm-hmm. trying to figure out my identity and trying to, create a group that I see more of me you know what I mean um and as well so I never got that growing up um I, I used to beat ass mm. I, I used to fight um because we got called nigger a lot yeah. I, I did I don't know if Tamisha yeah. that was your my story. brothers and them dealt with it the boys dealt with it more I think uh, up there but um yeah. I remember one time I was on the playground and tetherball was real big uh in elementary school and uh yeah. oh. I, I was in the tetherball line and this this caucasian boy tried to cut me and i'm like hey you can't cut me and shut up nigger push me and yeah. got his ass beat and you know like and I, I'm, yeah. I'm i'm giving him hell you know a uh, little girl fight a little boy i'm giving him hell well my mom gets called up to the school they were going to suspend me and my mom of course wants more insight into the situation and she's like, so are you suspending him as well? Mm-hmm. They weren't going to suspend him. Wow. He put hands on me first. He called me out of my name first. I just was, again, yeah. like, I, I'm not even going to say I beat him. Like, it was just, was that reaction. was my instinct. Uh, reaction. Yeah. yeah. And, and, you know, another thing that's interesting about our family, like, we would go other places and be called white or, you know, they would talk about the way that we spoke, but we were raised yeah. black. My yeah, mother, sure. my mother identifies as a black woman. She, her dad, mm-hmm. our grandfather mm-hmm. is black. Right. You know, our, our grandmothers are white. Our our grandfather is black. And so our family really identifies as black. Like my mm-hmm. mom always said, if you, if you got uh, more than a quarter of, of black and you, you black, the world's going to yeah. see you as black. Mm-hmm. And so, um, 
you know, we, we liked hip hop and R&B and soul music and, you know, like food. cookouts and fish fries and things that I traditionally, <laughs> black tradition, but in the, to the rest of the world, spaghetti. we were white. Oh yeah. We love that catfish and skinny, baby. <laughs> cornbread girl. God. Gotta have That's that my favorite meal. But yeah. Yeah. You right. So, so in, in our household, I mean, like I said, I feel like we upheld black traditions, but to the rest of the world sometimes they didn't see it like that my, my own wife actually said oh i was surprised you dated black women uh i thought you liked oh white mexicans yeah oh my gosh that's wild yeah and i mean <laughs> she's not the first one uh I, i've had bad luck dating black queens because that's all i ever liked but uh yeah i was like you like me. <laughs> <laughs> for real yeah. that's crazy i mean even to this day like now it just makes you think like what do i look like though like do i really look like that type like, right that really... well and i think for us it's it's always comes off as shocking because i love you like regardless yeah. like well mm-hmm. when, she, when she said that i'm like well i instantly am attracted to you so i don't know why you think that you know um yeah and what does somebody who doesn't look like they date black people look like mm. yeah. i mean i'm not gonna uh, I don't know, but I have like, can I say this? Say, say because we're from Iowa. Okay? We don't edit though. Iowa, Keep in mind a lot. You see a lot of black men and white women, or black men and white women together. I'm not gonna lie, and that's not a thing that I say that I hate because that's my brothers. I'll never like that. I love my sister in laws to death. Right? Right. Love them. But that's just what you do see a lot, and I guess mm-hmm. that's when we start in our heads profiling mm-hmm. and thinking. Cause he's wearing this certain Abercrombie button up or something yeah. or what crew he hangs or how he talks. It sounds like he doesn't mess with black women. Cause I've also, uh, growing up have been like black men not look at in Iowa, not look at me like I'm a beautiful black woman. I never knew what that was like literally until I left. Yeah. Literally. Tonisha, do you feel like that caused any insecurity in yourself? Like, seeing the black men not necessarily be attracted to black women or like you said maybe not hitting on you or flirting with you until you got out of Iowa um I think there was an insecurity I was again I was very innocent so I like left I never really wanted to uh I didn't I can't say I don't know honestly um I'm sure it was an insecurity um when it came to being around them and like a whole group. So like uh, white boys would hit on me. We would be like alone or something in a class where there was certain females that weren't in that class. Right. And we would flirt, flirt, flirt in class. And then once we would get out and be around everyone else, you were like ignored. Totally did not exist at all. Like we wasn't just kiki and kaka like a few minutes ago, you know, and it did, it did make me feel insecure at those times as a young girl. It did. Um, but once I got older, I was just uh, uh, a ham, uh, H-A-M. <laughs> okay, I was, I was thick and I was loving it. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I told my little brother once, because uh, he told me he didn't like black girls. I said, get get out of home and you'll you'll find something that you like. And he's in, he's in Florida now and them Puerto Ricans done sucked him in. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a Puerto Rican. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, you know, That's you you cool. can't fault somebody. You know that that statement was something that I could have been upset with. You know, like you're black. Why would you like a black woman? 
Yeah. But um, like, yeah, I, yeah, no. that's all you know. Like, like I said, yeah, a lot of the right. black women are are our family up there. Or you know, like, you just don't see a lot of black people up there. So it's like, how could I yeah. be mad at him for going with what he knows? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Again, I was just—it's a norm. It, it becomes a norm. It and that's there, you guys. Here, you just never know. You, yeah. you, you just don't know. <laughs> so, yeah, that's what I love about here, though, too. Uh, again is just uh just seeing all of the different relationships that are uh here like i never really got into the asian community as well um should i say as well until i like got here it's a lot you're you're into you're into the asian community have you dated an asian man no (laughs) (laughs) tell me about it remember remember that old remember that old hispanic man who liked you at work and used to treat you like a queen I guess I used to get free tacos at work. Oh wow, that's how you do that. But it wasn't. It wasn't. I did nothing. I was just you guys again. I just. I was just the sweetest. I'm the coolest. I'm the goofiest. I'm like. I'm mm-hmm. like the girl version of. I would say like Destiny. Like period. Girl, I'm a lady. Like the girly, girly, girly. like the girly, crazy girly. girly. Not just like a girl. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I'm just okay. like that. So it's just that. Of course, so men would attract to me and like. You know, Absolutely. they was, but no, he loved you. You didn't let him on. You were classy about it, but Listen, he loved you. Yeah. I was class, you, you can't help who likes you. You can't help who yeah, likes I'm you. Yeah, I'm like, okay. I mean, yeah, and I was classy about it. I was I was definitely always, free always classy. Always classy. Always classy. Always <laughs> classy. classy. What does your mom always say before we leave the house? Act like a young lady. <laughs> okay, girls. Remember, act like young ladies. That's mama, that's mama B. Well, she yep. actually make she actually make you say it. What are you gonna do? Yep. Act, yep. Like, act like young ladies. It sticks. It sticks. Yeah. It does stick. It's important well, for real. It really is. is great. We we're gonna um, get it closed out. Um, you have one final question, Mel. I do. I want to. I want you to tell us where you see Hike Queens going here in the future. What can we? What can we look forward to seeing from you and your eleven hundred and growing crew of? Wow, I didn't know the number was that big. Yes, girl, it is amazing, and that's in one year, y'all. One year. So it's our one year anniversary on Sunday. Yeah, so I'm I'm actually really happy to sit here and talk to y'all about that on my one year anniversary. That's actually pretty beautiful. That's that's beautiful to me. Um, it is. That's why how I know God is working though, for real. He has been. It's been crazy how things have just been working out through this group ever since it started. Um, and bringing us all together. Um, but where I see high queens, y'all is. Uh, high Queen, High Queens goes national. We're gonna go to different states. We're gonna have yes. different, we're gonna have High Queens Texas, High Queens Georgia, High Queens LA, High Queens. We gonna do it up. You know what I mean? Um, I've definitely connected with other groups in other states that we will be traveling to and doing more outdoor things, retreats. Uh, of course, I'm all about the community as well, y'all. So. Um, we'll be definitely donating um, and doing more toy drives. Um, also, Lemonade Circle. I love that circle. Um, I'll let y'all know that is um, that circle. They empower um, young women of color, like I, I explained to you before. Um, we had actually did a donation hike, a scholarship donation hike for them. Um, and we want to do that every single year because this year was big. 
It was really big. So, you know, we empower young women and also their mothers, any mom out there, um, you know, and we just want to just be outdoors. All of us. Get outside. Outdoors. That's it. It's all about mental health because being outdoors, it has definitely helped all of us with mental health. And every single hike, every time I leave one, I get a story from a queen. I really do. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's what keeps this train going um, together. So I'm really excited to touch other women out there in the world. Um, It's going to be epic. It's going to be epic. And we're going to all be on that same train together, too. So I'm excited. I'm excited for you. We're going to be rooting you along every step of the way. Thank you, and thank you, and, and thank you. I, I think you said something earlier about like, oh, I was just me and people liked me. Keep um, being you and your 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 ventures are going to continue to grow and mm-hmm. thrive because when you're doing things from the heart, the way that you are, there's no losing. Thank you. you only can win. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You know, I'll be nothing without y'all too, of course, but thank you so much. It it took a lot. I can't, I can't imagine um who would have thought again like I said I'm a girl from Iowa who's got a height group so here in Texas right so again that's another thing that I know that God's working through me because if I didn't go through certain things in my life or anything like that this would never be it would never be your your group's gonna be bigger than the whole population of Fort Madison boom (laughs) on me Mm. wait how many's there that's like gonna be the height that's only like 10,000 I need like I need like that I mean, quickly by the end of the year, it could be bigger than Fort Madison. Boom! Though. Okay, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> you got to like, Queens to Fort Madison. I'm like, wait, that's small. I was like, wait, what is the population in Fort Madison? <laughs> Somebody, one of them Google Burlington's population. What was it? Sixty thousand? I think it was forty. Oh, forty thousand. Wow. So Fort Madison is probably like fifteen. I think ours was just ten or something like that in Fort 15. Madison. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, we rooting for you, Tonisha. We're gonna keep you. Thank you, y'all. Thanks for having me too. Support you as much as we can and however we can. How can everybody get in touch with you if they want to learn more about your your group? Um again, follow Hike Queens on Facebook or Hike Queens underscore on Instagram. I post, 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 post so much. Um, I of course pull up our events that are happening, and y'all always just follow a link wherever you see an event and sign on up yeah right yes ma'am oh yeah so I'm, i apologize our, our, uh we got one traveling to austin on sunday but next month we've got a uh hike queens with black women who kayak who would have known okay oh the yeah kayak queens it is a yes y'all you signed up bitch <laughs> she did my friend is not adventurous, and that's the beauty of your group. Like, I love this, it. This lady over here that is out of the house and she's jumping in with two feet. Yes, she is. Literally. Literally. Yeah. So we'll hike. We're going to hike to the actual rowing center, and we're joining that group, and we're all getting on our kayaks. And we're actually, it's going to be at sunset. It's a sunset hike Ooh. in kayak so and it's a, a critter might grab you but it's okay because you it's only 142 <laughs> degrees you're gonna need oh our sunset <laughs> oh my god yeah Drop right <laughs> this is funny i'm sorry and i hate to i don't i, I know we're trying to close out but it does remind me that's near when we all tried going camping that one year 
we technically we have 10 more minutes that we could go <laughs> tell them about the camping trip <laughs> i don't know where we went we was in the middle of somewhere in iowa in iowa and it was it was a it was quite a bit of it was us. the hood we had the hood out camping we did <laughs> yeah like all all our guy friends are like hood niggas. like they don't know nothing about camping bro they no. out there and like tall tees and long like this is this is 0708 so they out there like tall tees and fitted caps camping wow and oh, we got pictures. i still got pictures oh my gosh oh yeah we'll, we'll find we that didn't last we didn't up. stay overnight we ended up leaving at like what two o'clock in the two morning in the morning it was oh like two gosh. in the morning yeah because we'll, we couldn't keep the fire <laughs> and with, yeah. like, literally, literally we were partying like we were drinking because it was my cousin's 18 19th birthday so we're too young to go to the club so we're like hey let's go camping so we can drink and stuff like that we can kick it so we're out in the wild drinking partying but nobody brought dry wood and it had just rained so we couldn't get <laughs> the little forest nearby <laughs> so literally it's, it's me and one of the homies like trying to keep the fire going like we're fighting to keep the fire going and we're failing miserably because nothing is dry enough to do it nope yeah and so uh at two in the morning we're like bro i'm not getting that tense cold out here like the reality nope. starts setting in that we're supposed to sleep out here and that's <laughs> not gonna happen. that's not happening not happening <laughs> that's the first outdoor experience i think real outdoor experience i ever had oh my god <laughs> that was epic y'all uh-uh. so yeah a- here we are years later we out here I, I love, I love, a whole hike queen a whole you're, hike, you're a hike queen, queen girl you're a hike queen and i love camping i go camping with my brother-in-laws and we have a good time camping would be an awesome time actually we need to do a camping a nice bomb cool camping trip that would be we I'm go, a glamper. We got, we got you. I'm a glamper. You know, I'm more of a glamper. <laughs> a glamper. I'm a glamper. You know, I actually I am kind of down for the. They have some real nice glamping uh, retreats out there too. Don't fold into them. We are gonna be in a damn tent, in a cot, like we supposed to be. Look at it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, Tonisha, it's been great talking to you. You know, we can uh, go all night long. All night, y'all. Uh, throwback <laughs> stories, things about the future, the past, all that yep. good stuff. But uh, yeah. it's been a pleasure talking to you again. We're so proud of your journey and what Thank led you, you to this moment. We're so proud of the moment that you're in and the future and what that is going to bring you which we know will be nothing but blessings and abundance mm-hmm. um so this has been another episode of tap in with the tripod peace out come down selector oh, that's right